What's up, nerds? We're your hosts. I am Chad. And I am Jake. This is our weekly podcast where we explore the world of nerd from TV, movies, games, comics, news, and books. We will give you our opinions, theories, and oftentimes spoilers. We will also have friends and experts as guests on the show to elaborate further on those topics. But be prepared. We like to have a few drinks, so buckle up. If you want to support our show, like, share, and subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcasts. You can also become a premium subscriber over at buymeacoffee.com slash allthingsnerd. So let's get into it. This is the All Things Nerd Podcast. Welcome, nerds, to the All Things Nerd podcast, your weekly dive into all things nerd. Jake, I hope you had a good week this week, but let's jump right into our first topic. Cheers. Thank you. Yeehaw. All right. Uh, We're going to talk about Ahsoka Episode 7. That's going to be the first topic of conversation for this week um i don't know we i so i one of the biggest things so far for me is because everybody who's listens to this show knows that i am have not been digging this show much uh i did like the past two episodes quite a bit and one of the things that they absolutely nailed for me in this episode is ezra's personality yeah. We don't get a lot of personality from Ezra in the episode episode six because it's like at the end of the episode, you know. Yeah. Um, but this one, we get to like actually have some dialogue with him and that like cocky, like jokey, like personality definitely came out, and I fucking love that. Yeah, they. Like where he's like, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't you want to take us as like prisoners? Prisoners, right? Prisoners? You know, like, <laughs> it's just funny. That's just how he is in Rebels, and I, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, they nailed the casting, too. Yeah. Like, um, Oman, uh, is it Esfani or Estani? I should have double-checked that. I'll do it right now. Looks the part. You know, he looks like uh, an older Ezra, you know, instead of being maybe 20 like he is at the end of rebels you know looking to be about a 30 year old dude Esfandi. Esfandi. Iman Esfandi. but yeah they absolutely nail it there's <laughs> there's kind of a, a funny moment when him and sabine get surrounded by thrawn's <clears throat> troopers and she tries to give him back his lightsaber she's like here it's yours he's like no, I gave it to you. Like, you hang on to it. She's like, I've got guns. You you need something. Like, take it. And he's like, no, I'm good. The Force is my ally. Like, still, like, with his cockiness, but then he backs it up. Yeah. It's awesome. This is one of the better choreographed fights. I mean, there's a moment where he's going, <laughs> like, toe-to-toe with uh, Shin Hati with, and she's running her saber. And he's just, like, dodging effortlessly. There's a point where he, like, force catches uh, a swing. And what I thought was so cool, it's like a blink and you'll miss it, but the the blade of her lightsaber, like, arcs as he's using the force to, like, push against it. Mm -hmm. It looked so rad. Yeah. Absolutely know the character. I think what's really cool about that that part uh, is I told you about it, but obviously, whatever. Uh, is that in season three, I think, of Rebels, there's a moment where uh, Kanan sends Ezra into, like, the spider caves. Mm-hmm. Um, and he t- tells Ezra to leave his saber behind. And Ezra's like, what are you talking about? I'll get killed in there. And he's like, leave your saber behind. And then I can't remember who it is. I, maybe as Hera, I think you said, um, is standing next to Kanan and is like, dude, you can't send him in there without his saber. And then Kanan says he needs to learn how to problem solve without the saber. 
So it was cool to see in this episode of Ahsoka where Sabine tries to give him his lightsaber back and he's like, I'm good. Yeah, I don't like, need I it. I thought that was cool. I think it was kind of a kind of a callback, but, you know. I mean, he's had to spend the last 10 years surviving without a yeah. lightsaber as it is, yeah. which is crazy. And what's... <clears throat> I think is kind of cool is it's the complete opposite of how like Obi-Wan and Anakin in the prequels treated their lightsabers. Like Anakin loses his lightsaber at one point in time. Obi-Wan catches it and he's like, all the time. Hold on to this. This is a Jedi. Continuously loses it. Loses it, breaks them, whatever. And he's like, this is a Jedi's lifeline. And Kanan's like, you might not always be able to use it. You have to Mm -hmm. be able to survive without it. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was a really cool. Once you brought that back to my attention, of from that scene uh, in Rebels, it was a really cool like contrast between the two mm-hmm. teaching styles. Agreed. We still get Sabine just not owning up to how much she put on the line just to find Ezra just dodging questions and there's even been a there's even a, a moment in the episode where Ezra was like no answer the question like yeah come on and she still doesn't yeah yeah it was it it sucks because I love Sabine Sabine and Rebels is amazing I think that Agre- uh is it Liza, uh, that's uh, now I can't remember even remember the actress's name that's playing Sabine. Um, oh, um, no, in the in Ahsoka, yeah, in live action, uh, Natasha, Natasha. Bordizzo, Bordizzo, Bordizzo. Wow. Bordizzo. I was Bordizzo. so wrong, I just knew that there was two Z's somewhere in her name next to each other, not Lizzo, bud. Well, I said Liza, because <laughs> I knew it wasn't Lizzo. <laughs> um, and then something... So I just finished watching Rebels last night. Or, yeah, last night. Technically, it was like one in the morning, but whatever. <laughs> Neither Tomato here nor potato. there. But uh, <laughs> I just finished watching Rebels, and I have a theory, and... Uh, I ran it by you today because you know more about Star Wars than I do. And you were like, holy shit, dude, you're right. Uh, So I'm going to share that theory real quick. Um, In, and spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched Rebels or Ahsoka, you know, anyways. uh, In season four, episode 10, Kanan, who is Ezra's master, uh, dies. But before he dies, he loses his lightsaber. Um and then he dies and then the following episode episode 11 uh the what is it she's the governor right yeah she's Something the governor like of i think she takes over as governor of lothal yeah after they and run rider out but she gets kanan's lightsaber and she says that she's going to give it to thrawn as a trophy for killing a jedi and that's the last time that we ever hear or see anything about Kanan's lightsaber. And last week, Chad and I were talking about what we think is going to happen with uh, Ezra's lightsaber. Because now we know he has given it to Sabine. He's like, you've been training with it, take it. But he's a Jedi with no lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I think Thrawn has uh, Kanan's lightsaber. And I think at the end of the show, Ezra will end up with his master's lightsaber. And that, that'll be his new lightsaber. Yeah. Because for those that watched Rebels, we know that Thrawn has, like, a trophy room. Yeah. I mean, he even excavated the the wall mural from Rebels that allowed Ezra to go to the world between worlds. That's mm-hmm. somewhere on the ship. That's what I think thought for a long time is what Balin was after because he's like I'm searching for like a deeper power like Mm -hmm. something beyond the Empire and the Jedi Order the world between worlds free access to it you know he could change the events of history yeah 
I mean, but we know that Thrawn has all these trophies, so that makes perfect sense. And uh, in, like, Jedi training fashion, that's why so many lightsabers look the same. Like, Obi-Wan, Luke's final lightsaber when it's no longer Anakin's. Because Obi-Wan's lightsaber changed from episode one to by the time they're in episode three, it's starting to resemble more like Yoda's because Yoda takes over his training. Mm -hmm. Uh, Usually the Padawan mimics their lightsaber build off of their master as a sign of respect. Mm -hmm. And then Luke obviously doing the same training under Obi-Wan and Yoda. Like, it's just a, a cool little nod, but it would make sense that he would accept using Kanan's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. So it canonically, it makes a lot of sense too. I think it would make like a <coughs> t- like a nice, like touching moment for Hera to be like, you should take this. Like he was your Matt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, uh, and then hopefully he it. starts training Jason too. That would be dope. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's my prediction. I think it's probably pretty spot on. If they don't do that, it would be one of those things that like some shows like introduce something and then never do anything with it, and that okay. would bother the fucking shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. So they they better do something. Like, with where it. did that storyline go? Like you you put it in the show for people to be like, oh, something else is coming, and then just yeah. nothing. That would fucking drive me back. Yeah, just crazy. straight whiskey dick storytelling. Because, <laughs> like, nothing came from it, you know? Like, man. <laughs> Sorry, man. Um, um. Something we didn't write down, I just, real quick. The, I re- there's two things, actually. There's um, Zeb. They mentioned him in this episode, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I really want to see him live action, which, I mean, live action just means really good CGI these days. But, uh, and then, fucking, I want to see a Lothwolf, man. I know. Dude, in Rebels, the Lothwolves are fucking ballers. And they They're nailed like, the Loth cats in the first yeah. few episodes. Like, they look awesome. They look great. I want to see a Lothwolf, too. my favorite is, my, so far, in any, I told you this last night, like, when I was watching it, the Lothwolves yeah. are my favorite Star Wars thing to ever come out of Star Wars ever. They're so, so fucking cool rad. and if I could see one in live action live action man damn it I would be so fucking happy <laughs> uh, I actually have no beef with Matt Damon but it's just fucking it's, yeah, it's hilarious <laughs> um, yeah I, I really want to see that in live I imagine they'll look something very similar to like the dire wolves in fucking Game of Thrones, but just even giant bigger CGI wolves. Yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> one thing that kind of popped up during this episode is again going back to like Balin's skull, like being called by something through the Force, and he even says to like Shin, like you go get them. This is where my path ends. I'm called. I'm being called for something different. And mm-hmm. she's like, but you're my master. Like, you're supposed to, like, be by my side and train me through this. And he's like, I've trained you to be more than a, a tool of the Empire, a tool of the Jedi or the Sith. Like, you're trained to be more. Mm-hmm. And something that kind of has been running through my mind is, one, what's calling to Balin? Is it the temple entrance to the world between worlds or is it something more and only because i've been watching the clone wars <clears throat> like i'd watched the first few seasons like years ago and then i restarted it not too long ago and i'm almost done with it but in episode six or not episode six in season six of clone wars like there's a lot of focus on the the father the daughter and the son of the force they basically create the balance they're on the mural in Rebels. Sounds awfully familiar. Yeah. <laughs> what up? But there's also the mother, 
because the father is like the the balance of the force which would mean that the mother is complete chaos the Night Sisters are trying to bring back the mother because she's been banished somewhere. That's really all that we know. But it could be on Peridia with the the like the ancestors of the Night Sisters where they originated from. And it also kind of like loops back to Thrawn talking to Sabine like you threatened your entire galaxy for Ezra. Like, you don't know what you've done. Like, why are they so eager to leave this galaxy when they have all this power anyways? They could just take over, you know? Mm. So, my theory is that the mother is on Peridia. And that's also why the the Night Sisters are so eager to get out of there also. Um, and that maybe Sabine was trained because of Balin's calling to be the avatar, basically take, be a bodied host for the mother, which would just like fuck everything. But because with the world between worlds and all that being involved now and being fully canon, like straight chaos can come from all of this. I want to know, I want to see more about, so they only barely barely touched on that the world between worlds uh and in this the season series finale of uh rebels they show that uh the i almost called it dire wolf the uh loth wolf brings ezra a tablet with three symbols on it which is just three different like uh hand placements and then when he brings it to the temple uh, there's those hand placements are on the wall, and that's what opens the portal for Ezra to go mm-hmm. into. And that's the, the father, daughter, and son. Yeah. So I want to know more about that. I think that would be really cool if they did some some yeah. ex- explaining. Y'all got some explaining to do. <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it it was really cool because I I mean they in Rebels when Ezra uses it it was fucking dope. But they don't give you any explanation as to where the tablet came from, how it works, like blah, 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 blah. Ezra just kind of figures it out, goes in, saves Ahsoka, exits, and that's all we know about it. Yeah. So, uh, And now that's twice that Ahsoka's been in the world between worlds because that's yeah. wh- where we saw her mm. meeting Anakin. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like yeah. the space-time continuum, you know, where it's like, man, it's like the center of everything gigawatts yeah yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah flux capacitors for the ac you know i want to know more about that but um time will tell i assume there will be another season of ahsoka eventually hopefully oh now, now hopefully. i said now i said i said the I best two episodes have been good there's two more until it's over I do think keep... that a reason why did it doesn't undo the first few episodes where it was so much fan service. Mm-hmm. But I think that you've, like I said, that through watching Rebels, you've gained more appreciation for the show. Yes and no. I I, I said it last you week. You did say that... yes. So. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. I also slightly am more annoyed annoyed about it because they did nail certain characters, mm-hmm. um, and then they also fucked up certain characters. In Rebels, yeah. I love Sabine's character; she's amazing. In Ahsoka, Not I just so want to like to quote Ryan Reynolds in one of my honorable mentions this week. Uh, I want to. Hold her underwater until the bubbles stop. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Her character is so annoying, but her cartoon character is fantastic. She's one of the best characters on the show. Yeah. Uh, they just, for some reason, the live action adaptation of her is not the same. I think that they tried to overdo her processing grief and being consumed by like the singular aspect of. missing all of the specter 
right. squad or the phoenix sphincter, the sphincter squad <laughs> but also the they like starfish squad they like threw away the fact that she was mandalorian first so like mm-hmm. the duty to honor and <laughs> duty <laughs> thanks uh, <laughs> like so much of that was just like thrown by the wayside yeah you know but there's one more episode or is there two is it eight or two nine more episodes? okay two more nine nine episodes Fuck yeah it's yeah gonna be like if there's only one more episode there's for sure gonna be a season two they would if there was only one more episode i would not be excited as hi- as hyped about this show because like yeah. if there if there's only eight episodes and you only did two good ones i'd be pissed right now, now, if you have nine episodes and you do four good ones, then you kind of had half a good season. Yeah, there was 45%. <laughs> In baseball, you can win the World Series with a 45% winning streak, you know? Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm sure that if there's not going to be a season two of Ahsoka, that it'll at least directly lead into Something some else. other project. There's yeah. no way that this is just like a one and done sort of thing. I hope they do a season two because if they only give us four episodes with Ezra, that'll annoy the shit out of me. Actually, yeah. it's only three episodes because, like, the first episode was like a couple minutes, right? Of Ezra. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that would piss me off. Because yeah. if if you watched Rebels, it it's really the Ezra and Sabine are like kind of the focal point mm-hmm. i mean hera and kanan and Zet, you know they're all main characters as well but it really focuses on ezra and i know the show is called ahsoka so it's like you know and, but they're not also like make him ahsoka the main character ahsoka hasn't done shit been the biggest focal point for most <laughs> of the show either yeah but they should have just called it Rebels Season 5. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. <laughs> just, call it Re- it just call it Rebels. Yeah. Uh, Oy. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry I blew up. No, I'm I'm glad that you're coming around on the show because I, I'm i still really enjoying it. The yeah. more that you I'll talk about the... Come wherever the sh- I'm needed. <laughs> Bet you would. Um, <laughs> the more that you talk about... Like, some of the short fallings, like, I'm starting to notice them a lot more instead of just being like, oh, fan service. Yeah. But it's still, I've enjoyed the entire season so far. But let's talk about our first sponsor, which is Nordic Brew Pub. Unless you have some last-minute things you want to say about the show. I'm sorry. No, sir. Okay. Nordic Brew Pub, uh, we are doing... Actually, uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're doing a collaboration <laughs> and uh, sponsorship with them. Currently, it's a fantastic brew pub based in Monticello, Minnesota. They've got a lot of great beers on tap. Um, they do bring in some other like local beers as well, but I mean, they've got everything from stouts to IPAs. Uh, Dankwagon, did I say it right this time, uh, is my favorite on their brew list it's a just an awesome it's a hazy ipa which is crazy because i'm not a big fan of hazies uh to begin with but great food lots of lots of things to choose from but if you are in the twin cities minnesota area and make a trip up to nordic brew pub and you show them that you follow the show that you're a fan that you like and follow uh your first beer is on us so Check them out if you're able to. They also have trivia. Is it Wednesday nights or Tuesdays? Wednesdays. Um, <laughs> check it out. It's it's a good time. Great food. And let us buy you your first beer. All right. We are going to talk about some nerd news um, and rumors. There's not a ton this week, unfortunately. Sorry. Um, you should be. God. One of the I should be yeah, personally. <laughs> Uh, one of the big things is that the the strike is not technically over, but it is well, coming to an end. Well, for the writers, it's over, but the yeah. the SAG actors are still technically striking. 
So they're they're coming to an agreement, which is good. Yeah. Please be over. It's our movies, and <clears throat> we want it now. Called J.G. Wentworth. <laughs> <laughs> All jokes aside, I mean, this is huge. Because yeah. for the, the Writers Guild, you know, a few months ago, the studios were like, we'll never meet those demands. We'll never, like, we'll just move on, you know, and you, you guys can all be out of work. And because of the overwhelming support, all of the Writers Guild demands were met. Higher wages, easier access to health care, <laughs> cover up the drip spot. Um, <laughs> was it condensation or did you spill? Condensation. Ah, not as funny. <laughs> but also higher royalties based on streaming performance not just all that equal pay for stream versus live cable and the big thing that I saw was AI can't be used moving Yay. forward this is fucking incredible AI shouldn't be used in creative processes. In unless it's like, unless it's like, okayed by, you know what I mean? Like if if it's okayed by the person that they're trying to use their likeness or whatever, like yeah. then yeah. But yeah, you can't just be like, hey, we're gonna use this person, and we don't give a fuck if they say yes or not. Yeah, and I mean, but. They can't use AI to edit scripts oh, or, oh, or writing. Sorry, they can't yeah. you like in the writing process, like AI can't be used. Which is That's weird awesome. anyway. Yeah. Like it kinda reminds me of like have you ever seen iRobot with Will Smith? Mm-hmm. You know the there's like the part where Will Smith is like interrogating the robot and he's like uh, people can, you know, write symphonies, uh, do art, you know, all these things. And he's like, robots can't do that. And the robot goes, can you? And Will Smith goes, because <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> the robot's like, you can't do none of that shit either. But no, I, yeah, yes, I agreed that I think that's fucking weird that you would even try to use AI for any of that shit anyway. Like, yeah. then there's no creative. Like, that's not creative. That's just... It's rehashing old ideas yeah. at that point in time. Because the AI has to run through hours of stuff that's already been done. Mm -hmm. And then just rearrange some words to come up with a new idea. And I get it. Most writing and stories, depending on what sort of educator person that you talk to can be narrowed down to, you know, three plot points, like who am I? What have I done? Who will I become? You know, whatever. But having, like, banning machine learning and AI from being a part of that process I think just gives it a more authentic touch. Even mm. if, you know, let's be honest, Star Wars, we just talked about Star Wars and Ahsoka, Started off as a ripoff of both between Dune and the Russian Revolution. Like, meh. You know, but <clears throat> it's still important to allow the writers their ability to do what they do best and not handing it over to a program. Yeah. Oh, agreed. So this is this is huge. The SAG actors are still technically on strike, but they did go into talks earlier this week, um, which is also good news because the writers got everything they wanted. So hopefully it's the same. Whew. Sorry. I got very heated <laughs> over that. <laughs> That's okay. Well, and then in some exciting, more exciting like news for, like, bands and stuff like that um deadpool 3 there's a little bit of news on deadpool 3 apparently deadpool 3 is going to directly lead into um secret 
Wars. I was going to say Secret Invasion, but I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> uh, it's going to lead into Secret Wars, which is awesome. Um, we also know that... Uh, well, it's rumored. I don't think it's factual, but that this is going to be the goodbye to the original X-Men cast mm -hmm. uh, and we'll be seeing the younger X-Men cast, Michael Fassbender, um, what's... Uh, one James McAvoy. Name? McAvoy. Always, his last name always gets me. Um, I always want to say McElroy, but that's the <laughs> golfer. <laughs> uh, so that we'll see them in Secret Wars as well. And then... After that, we'll get the rebooted X-Men in the MCU. Yeah. Which won't be any of them. So, Hugh Jackman will be around for a little bit. Uh, and then... As well as we'll see rumored familiar faces. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the variants, yes. But it also just the OG X-Men and mm -hmm. the first-class X-Men um, will be around. But they will be getting a send-off is the rumor yeah uh, and then rebooting with the actual yeah characters going forward yeah, yeah some of the rumors uh surrounding this and secret wars is that and this is kind of what we talked about in the past about rumors behind deadpool 3 is he's taking the og logan mm -hmm. to also try and find like a replacement for him in the MCU more or less um, since the OG Logan obviously dies in Logan but yeah, um, you know kind of taking that um, but we might get a glimpse at Battle World you know of finding the the best variants of these characters to mm -hmm. then go on into the MCU so it's kind of meta in that way of like Who's going to do it? You or you? And then, you know, having the, the battle world. It's, it'll be a soft reboot. Uh, basically, like, everything that's happened in the MCU so far is still canon. But <clears throat> this is their way of tying in Fantastic Four and the X-Men without having to reboot the entire MCU. Yeah. If that makes sense. And it also gives them the opportunity to recast certain characters, bring back certain characters just with yeah. a new face, whether the actors behind it just don't want to continue on, but they still have plans for that hero. Mm -hmm. Or if they just want to recast, you know, whatever it might be. It, it opens up the door. I mean, the, we're going on... By the time Secret Wars uh, comes around, that's going to be 2025, I think. So, I mean, that's 18 years, 17 years since Iron Man 1. You know, it, that's a long time for a franchise to be running, especially when, I don't know, people age. <laughs> that's the that's <clears throat> the next book I'm going to buy is The Reign of Marvel. I think I sent it to you. Yeah. Yeah. It looks interesting. Uh and how it just kind of, like, changed everything. Mm. Better or worse, uh, you know, depending on if you're Martin Scorsese or a fan, um, <laughs> who also doesn't pay attention to the people that he compliments, um, while also shitting on their other projects unknowingly. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited. It should be cool. We started with good news and then got into like exciting like nerd rumors, but now we're going to bring it down to something that's a little bit sad. Michael Gambon, Dumbledore, for most of the people our age, has passed away. Um, very sad, but rest in peace, you know, our... Our thoughts and other people that believe in prayer, all that goes out to your family or the family and close friends. When when you saw that news, was there any other thing that was tied to it that like 
tugged at your heartstrings other than just the the news in general that he passed away? Jake? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Is there something that I told you that it did? No. And I just can't uh, remember. I just, I just forgot to write <laughs> it down. Uh, I saw a video um, of... <laughs> It was either like later in the day or as the day after he passed. Um, but at the Wizarding World in Orlando, you know, all they over the loudspeakers, you know, they were playing. They were playing the song uh, from the scene where he falls off the tower, um, and everyone, you know, had their wands up. It was that actually like I teared up a little bit. Those of you who are not watching this and just listening to it, I am holding my wand up. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean and I mean an actual Harry Potter wand, not my penis. Yes, uh because this goes on YouTube and that's not allowed. <laughs> Before we started recording, he did the other. Um <laughs> I'm just kidding. But <clears throat> no, it was it was very touching. I've I've seen all kinds of things, even in Scotland, like on the the lock, you know where his grave is in the mm-hmm. in the movies, like that little mm-hmm. island, just just someone flying their drone over it and like playing audio of Dumbledore speaking, and it's crazy. I mean, he was in so much more than just Harry Potter, but I think for a lot of people our age and in our interests of of nerd, like. That's mm-hmm. that's Dumbledore, you know. Mm-hmm. But so rest in peace, Michael Gambon. Uh, like we said, there wasn't a lot of nerd stuff. Was there anything else that you remembered as we were talking, or anything like that, or? No, no. I think we could just uh, go into sponsor two here. Let's if do you're it. Good with that. Do it yeah. to it. Sponsor number two is crybaby cakes hot sauce that is our sponsor type or our sponsor title our title <laughs> sponsor strong uh, crybaby cakes hot sauce it's a pickled habanero and garlic hot sauce that goes on practically anything uh listen up we'll tell you more about it hey you nerds do you love spice supporting small businesses what about enhancing the flavor of your favorite foods if you said yes to any of those Our good friends over at Crybaby Craig's have the perfect solution for you. Crybaby Craig's is a pickled habanero and garlic hot sauce that goes perfectly with your favorite foods, adding the perfect amount of spice and enhancing the flavor of everything it touches. Started in Minneapolis by Craig back in 2012, Crybaby Craig's has become a Minneapolis and Minnesota staple in the sauce world. So head over to crybabycraigs.com and order yours today. All right, everyone. Uh, for our final spot for this week, we want to talk about Gen V, now streaming on Prime Video. It's a, a spinoff, but it's still very much connected to the world of the boys. And, I mean, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about the first few episodes because three of them dropped um this past week and then it'll be one episode a week after that but so spoiler alert that's enough time this show is fucking rad it's gory like you'd expect it to be it's like it's everything the boys is just some some different characters yeah just younger characters like high school college college i think I'm assuming, but they never actually say names. Yeah. But, yeah, like... Yeah, it's as bloody as... Well, they do say university, so, yeah. No. There, I mean, I was laughing. Every time something, like, gory would happen, I was, like, cracking up, and Nicole's just like, dude. There's something wrong with (laughs) you, But, like, you know... You're watching it too, so shut up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> can't wait for her reaction next week to what we did this week <laughs> because of that line. Uh, 
No, it's super, super fun. Um, the gore, the nudity, all of Chad's favorite kind of nudity. Um, That's so unnecessary because <laughs> you only see a dick. One dick. <laughs> God, you're mean sometimes. <laughs> uh, wiener, wiener, wiener. <laughs> One wiener next to next another, to another wiener. wiener. Wiener, 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 wiener. <laughs> um, no, it's super. It's it's super good. The the main character I'm struggling to like. I think she is kind of a biatch. Yeah. But her roommate is awesome. She's <laughs> probably my favorite character in the show so far. Agreed. Uh, her name is Cricket. Yeah. She can turn very, very small. Uh, but she has to uh, purge throw herself up. to do yeah. that. Yeah, she has to throw up to do it. And then to grow big, she has to eat. So... And- they they made a comment in either the second or the third episode with her just delightful mother. Just kidding, mm. her mom yeah. sucks. But, like, oh, you look a couple inches shorter than normal. Like, we should pay attention to your, like, calorie intake a little bit more. So, like, does that mean that if she just, like, continues to, like, overeat that then she becomes... Like Ant Man, yeah. Little guy is big now. Little guy is big now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm intrigued uh, by that. But yeah, I mean, this for what the show is, you know, it's just like the the boys, you know, showing how in real life, if there were super powered superheroes, everything like that, like you would make a fucking corporation around that and exploit it and be all sorts of terrible but at the same time like this show already just in the first few episodes has explored some very real and deep issues that affects a lot of younger people just in general Mm -hmm. um not just young people like it's just small penis sizes um (laughs) And, you know, other important things, just like bulimia. Random <laughs> line just, like, <laughs> diminished how serious some of these other things are. Like mental health and self-harm and, like, gender identity. Um, you know, you don't think small penises is an issue in this country? In this world? I, I mean, yes. To some people. Some other people, like myself, embrace it. <laughs> um, it's statistically average uh <laughs> in case anyone wondered and now if anyone i don't know why I, you're talking about i don't know so much it's kind of weird you started this uh, <laughs> super not <laughs> no it's very that you to your to your point no pun intended it is they do do a lot of Point. stuff. I, you can't even like get through this seriously now. <laughs> uh, there are some issues with you know like bulimia and cutting and um, gender. Just oh fuck! I'm gonna We're not going to use for that word. Okay, just gender identity. Word. Identity. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's it's wild. I mean, it's a. I mean, one of my favorite parts of the show is one of the uh, heroes or heroes in training, I guess. Yeah. Uh, their power is that they can. One of their powers is that they can change between male and female um, identities. Yeah, uh, but they also Pre- have superpowers. Presenting. Like, it, yeah. But also in like in one form, in the male form, uh, they're very strong, and then in the female form, there's almost like an energy like blast. Yeah. Like when they're fighting um, the torch. You guy, call him whatever. Golden boy. Golden boy, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, it was it, one of my favorite scenes is where their dad is like talking about how good of a son he they are and blah blah blah, and then they get so sick of it that they transform into their female form, you know. And I was like, fuck yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> like, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> it was super rad because then their their dad was like, you know. You were my firstborn son, like, mm. you know. And they even admit to trying to alleviate some of the bigotry of the parents. Of mm-hmm. like, we know that for a lot of people, like, it's not a choice. Like, you are who you are. He's like, but you can choose. Mm-hmm. And then they, it's their character's name is Jordan Lee. Um says um dad i'm still the same kid that was obsessed with playstation that you know loves all these things like i've always been me like nothing's changed about who i am it's just that you are unwilling to accept and it's just a i don't know it's a really interesting dissection of what like non-binary people are that's like what what you were saying is that yeah, there's for what this show is, there's some very serious like undertones to it. Yeah, right. and like, I think we both agree that Cricket is currently our favorite character. Emma, she's the one that can shrink down by throwing up and then get larger by eating. Um, and on top of this, it it really explores like the superficial aspect of most people. Like, you know, it's all about the Instagram. It's all about the likes. And we've seen that in the boys already, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause it's coming from like a corporate standpoint, but like, uh, Emma cricket's mom is talking to like a show producer and, you know, they're wanting to pitch a, like a rebrand for, her because in exploring the aspect because she was outed that in order to shrink she has to like force herself to throw up and her mom's like all on board with this like this is going to be so great for you think of how much money you'll make how how many people will love you and the producer's just like all about it like yeah it's we'll make it like the show a little bit more like dark and edgy and and then Cricket's like did you know that my mom's the one that showed me how to throw up to get smaller and taught me how to do this so that I could fit in. Yeah. And it's just, I don't like, there's so many underlying important topics, but they do it in the setting of a superhero show. Like I'm, I love this. Yeah. Plus the, the gore. I was like, minus all that. There is all the action and gore that the boys gives you. Yeah. 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 Gruesome deaths, people exploding. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's wild. I mean, back to talking about cricket, when she's small, she literally climbs through a dude's ear, burrows through the head, and comes out the other ear in just like a bloody mess. Just covered in blood, yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. It's wild. It is... It's wild. I don't know how to even... Whatever. Just, if you liked The Boys, watch this. I imagine this is going to tie... I mean, it does tie directly into The Boys, but I'm curious if any of these characters will be in The Boys, like, in the future. I'm you know sure I mean? some of them are, because that's kind of how, like, the first episode started, is Golden Boy uh, was going the to... The Human Torch, if you will. Yeah, basically, <laughs> with some Superman abilities at the same time, was going to be the newest member of the Seven, because, like, Starlight left, countless others have died, mm-hmm. you know... I'm sure that we'll see some of these characters moving forward. I would at least hope so. I hope so. And maybe even some of the the soups, as they've always called them, um, 
the ones that are kind of like questioning the level of this will become part of the boys or help them in some way moving That's forward. That's kind of what I was hoping is because like Homelander is a fascist, practically unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that too. <laughs> Batman's a fascist. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know, man. The show is fucking cool. Go watch it. It's bloody. It's got everything you want. Um, and more. No, no boobs. A, lot of, a little bit of penis. No female nudity. <laughs> but that's kind so, of how the boys has been so far yeah. too. Yeah. We've little beast, little bestiality here and there. Not on Gen Z or Gen V, but the boys. <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> Probably not intentional, but it was funny. It was not intentional. <laughs> <laughs> it was still funny. Uh, but even, I mean, was it season three when they did Herogasm? Mm. Oh, that was a weird one. But, like, the dude with, like, the big snake cock, you, you see him, like, locked up. Like in a blink yeah. and you'll miss it scene yeah. in this show in the first couple episodes. Locked up, it won't let me out. <laughs> Cocked up. Yes, he was. What? <laughs> uh, no, but the show is really enjoyable. So far, other than I think the only two characters that we've encountered where I haven't been like, you're also kind of a piece of shit. Um, has been Jordan Lee and Cricket. And I guess Sam, but like that's kind of not his fault. He's locked up and made to believe that he's crazy. Jordan Lee. Oh, Jordan. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, and then who'd you say, Sam? Sam, that's oh, yeah, uh, Sam. Golden his, Boys. The brother of... Brother, yeah. 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 I'm trying to like... Um... Marie? No, Andre. Oh, Andre. I'm trying to like him. He just hasn't sold me. I do not like Marie at all right now. Yeah. Yeah, she, she sucks. She, she seems very, like, self-centered and, like, pity me. And then other people are like, we also have tragic backstories or tragic things going on. You're not special. That Your was parents gave you a bunch this. of drugs, and yeah. now you have powers. And we talked about that off camera and I had said that that was probably like my favorite part of all three episodes is that the main the main character her name is Marie Moreau uh mm-hmm. and she's been kind of walking around with a chip on her shoulder for the first three episodes and being kind of a bitch to everybody and finally she like opens up to the other characters about why she's being such a bitch and they're like yeah, me too. Like, I killed my little brother. You know, like, and and then it kind of like takes her back a notch. Like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm not special here. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I hope that because like <clears throat> I I want to like this character. Well, she's the main character. I'm sure she will be likable. And it's also a personal thing. Like, I just don't. I personally think she's just kind of a bitch. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah, just it's like she needed to be humbled. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. Yeah, you're here, but so are we. Like, oh, your powers have the ability to be super traumatic and hurt people. So so do ours. And yeah. when we didn't realize that we had powers, that's exactly what they did. You know. I don't know, but the show is the show is rad. Um I'm excited to see, because even at the end of episode three, you know, it's the coming up next, you know, you know, like a little trailer for episode four. Yeah. And it just looks like it's just going to go more and more off the hinges. And I'm just so excited for it. Yeah. Go watch it. It's good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much that I watched all three episodes back to back. So yeah, because we were only going to talk about the first two, and then yeah, you text me. You're like, just kidding. Watch starting the third episode now, and I was like, good. (laughs) Me too. I already started it. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, yeah, go check it out. This is... It perfectly fits in as a spin-off side story that doesn't feel isolated from the boys. But it also stands alone enough on its own. So, yeah, go check that out. Is anything else you want to... Uh... No, let's close it out. All right. All right, but before we close out this episode, we are going to talk about our honorable mentions. Honorable... Chad, what do you got? You smell burnt toast by any (laughs) chance. Um, You know, I didn't watch a lot of variety this week. You know, while I'm working, I either have like a podcast or music playing, or sometimes I'll throw on like a TV show that I've seen a thousand times. This week I rewatched No Way Home, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, Other than that, I've just been powering through the Clone Wars animated series that's really all that i have so i don't have a whole lot to talk about because i've been talking about clone wars for the past few weeks so i'm just really enjoying it but what about you what do you have well i finished watching rebels finally uh yesterday um and then this morning uh i usually take the kid downstairs so nicole can catch up on some sleep and we watched the adam project again I've only seen it once when it first came out. Uh, watched it a second time today. Still very likable. Love that movie. <laughs> um, and then... Oh, yeah. Fuck. This one seems like it's a dishonorable mention. Yeah, there's a movie <laughs> called No One Will Save You on Hulu. It's about aliens. Uh, just... It's so bad. There's no fucking dialogue in this movie. None. I'm not exaggerating. I mean, there is zero dialogue. There are no words spoken in this movie. Even A Quiet Place, where the whole point of the movie was to be quiet or you'd get murdered, had more words than this movie because this movie had zero. Um, The aliens are underwhelming. The plot is stupid. There's like a subplot to it. Spoiler alert. She brutally murdered her best friend and the aliens take pity on her and let her live it's the most confusing and stupid fucking movie i've ever watched in my entire <laughs> life uh nine out of ten go watch it no i'm just kidding <laughs> i stole that i stole, stole that, that from, from my me. guy on tiktok yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy on tiktok just like trashed this movie and then was like nine out of ten would watch again uh, <laughs> No, it's terrible. Don't watch it. Unless you want to watch it and talk to me about how much you hated it. Uh, so I have somebody to talk to about it, then please do. Uh, or, or, if you watch it and love it, I want to see that conversation happen <laughs> between yeah, and you. and then unfollow our fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the oh. dumbest fucking movie I've ever seen. By the, like, by the third act, I was like, going like this like head in my hands just like rubbing my temples like oh my fucking god this is so dumb this is so dumb and then yeah you're like if that's the end of the movie i'm gonna be pissed and then it's like credits and you're like "Ah." (laughs) yeah just table that's all i got thank you for sharing um (laughs) We mentioned it at the very start of this episode, but if you like this show, the best thing to do is to like, share, and subscribe, whether it's social media or wherever you get your podcasts. To go a step above that we would love even more is if you were to give us your money, right? That'd be pretty sweet. Um, The best way to do that is over at buymeacoffee.com slash allthingsnerd. Uh, you get some behind the scenes, some bonus content, uh, depending on the level that you get at, get in on. I don't know how, what I'm trying to say. Depending on the level that you subscribe at, you get some member exclusive merch. You get added to a group chat with Jake and myself. All that's there. If you don't want to give us your money on a monthly basis, I mean, lame. I get it. But you can always just go over to allthingsnerdpodcast.com and pick up some merch. That way you get something 
we get a little something. We don't make money on this. Any Every dime that comes into the podcast, we put right back into it uh, in one way or another. So it just helps. We'd We'd like it. Any final thoughts, Jake? Sorry, I just like steamrolled through that instead of being like, Jake, nope. what should they do? Nope. Um, all right, well, we love you either way, whether you give us your money or not, but you should totally give us your money. Um, and Jake, what has this been? Uh, this has been the All Things Nerd Podcast. <laughs>